0: You know, this really needs its own video, but we have to touch upon it in order to move forward. What is our consciousness? It's our rational thought process, our intelligence. We take great pride in our intelligence when we say things like, oh, be rational, or that isn't logical, but I have news. Our consciousness, that which we believe, expands our knowledge, and is the wind beneath our wings, isn't an expander. (laughs) It's actually a limiter. Your consciousness is a limiter. It's a constriction, a limitation. Though we think of it as quite the opposite. But that's not true. Our consciousness, what we think of as a rational thinking mind, is actually only a teeny little microscopic speck Of your actual awareness. Here's an example to help us think of it. Let's picture what we think of as our consciousness as a really large building. A 10 mile by 10 mile long building. Now that's a heck of a building isn't it? It would seem quite grand. We would be quite proud of it. And that's how our consciousness seems to us. Plenty of room to do just about whatever we want to in. But What if this 10-mile-by-10-mile building that we call our consciousness sat inside of a space as large as all the galaxies combined? Because it does. And that space is your actual awareness. Now that 10-mile-by-10-mile building doesn't seem so large, does it? It's a speck. It's smaller than a speck when compared to all galaxies. And this 10 mile by 10 mile building is the part we are aware of. That we call our mind, our consciousness. But your real mind, your real awareness is something so huge. We have trouble contemplating it because it doesn't fit inside our 10 mile by 10 mile building. So we can't bring it into our consciousness and examine it as we normally do when we want to contemplate or know something. It doesn't fit. And to make matters worse, it's our habit to make up stories about things that do not fit inside our building, our consciousness. And this is how our beliefs get so far off course. But just because it won't fit doesn't mean that we don't know about our consciousness. We do. We even have a name for it. We call it our subconscious or unconscious mind. And that's your total awareness, not just your conscious mind. To us who are used to the relatively secure boundaries of our 10 mile by 10 mile building, this is unimaginable. Our actual awareness is so vast that we can't even see the edges. And there's so much passing through it, we can't form it into logical patterns and so we label it chaos and we make up all sorts of stories and hypothesize endlessly about it but there's no such thing as chaos no such thing everything has an order it's just sometimes we don't have the perspective to see that order so our consciousness our 10 mile by 10 mile building that once seemed so grand ...has no choice but to declare that this seemingly unorganized vastness, this chaos... ...is just random bleeps and flashes, nonsense on our radar. And it has to think this, because it can't connect the dots. It's too big. It doesn't know what it is. But even so, we access it all the time. In fact, we do it daily, and we leave our consciousness, our limiter, behind... And we access this larger awareness every time we dream. Sometimes we even take problems that we're having a hard time resolving into our dreams, into our larger awareness, and we bring back answers with us, don't we? Have you ever done that before? I have. You probably have too. And so, we often erroneously think of our dreams as merely flights of fantasy, rubbish, bits and pieces of who knows what. But that's not true. In fact, most of us only remember a tiny portion of our dreams. Only that which can translate, even bizarrely, into our consciousness that will fit inside our 10 mile by 10 mile building. The rest gets dumped by our conscious mind because it doesn't know what to make of it. Or stories get made up about it. Our conscious mind doesn't let it through the gate into what we call our conscious awareness. I hope you're beginning to see that our conscious awareness is really just a function of selection. It keeps what it can make sense of, what it thinks might be important, and turns away what doesn't fit into your paradigm. Or if he can't turn it completely away, he'll make up stories about it. Your consciousness is a gatekeeper it's a limiter. It's your doorman in an exclusive nightclub that we call reality. We think of it as a means of expansion, but it's actually a limiter, a constrictor. And in this way this doorman, our consciousness, keeps what we perceive as reality nice and tidy for us. He has his checklist that holds what you consider possible within your reality. And that is his Bible. And he only lets in what you've put on that list. So what happens if we want to add to this list? How do we accomplish that? Say we're looking out the window of our consciousness one day. And something passes by and catches our eye. And we want to find out about it. And so we put it on the list to be allowed into our consciousness. We begin to consider the possibility that some of these things passing by our window might be worth a look. And we begin to be open to exploring them in our paradigm and making them fit. Even if we have to take down walls in our 10 mile by 10 mile building to get a good look at them. And this is how our consciousness expands. We're constantly giving our doormat our consciousness, an edited list. This is how we grow. This is what you're doing right now. This is how science opens its mind to the possibility of other things. This is how new ideas seem to be born. But nothing is new. Everything already exists. We just put it on the list to be let in to our exclusive club reality. And like birds of a feather, in some ways, we stick together somewhat on these edits, on these updates. Once someone else has approved a new guest on their list, or have taken down a wall and expanded, we all tend to slowly begin to update our lists and remove walls, according to the groups, or boats, that we have associated ourselves with. This act has been dubbed morphogenic, resonance in recent years by some brilliantly observant people, but it's nothing new. It's been going on since the beginning of time. Please join me in part six to explore the truth about ghosts and aliens and UFOs.